0: This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded.
1: There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. With convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA.
2: Talk Radio 1210. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter always live on the free Odyssey app this is talk radio 1210 wphT it's good news in real estate if you're a homeowner if you're selling a home or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property welcome to our home it's good news in real estate presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit union your host for the- Next radio Hour, The Mortgage Mom, Diane Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along my co-host, The Mortgage Mom. Deanne Catzaris, oh man, they love it. How are you, Dan?
3: I'm doing fabulous, just fabulous. Very good,
2: and we're excited to be talking to you every Saturday at one o'clock. Uh, well, we've been on a couple different times because of Penn State football, but uh, it's our 15th year. We're it. we're celebrating this month. If you want to ask us a question about mortgages, commercial, residential, real estate, give us a call. My number is two six seven. 266 5501. What's your number, Deanne?
3: My number is 609 605 7153.
2: We are the only real estate show in town on the number one talk station. So we're here to answer your questions. You can listen to this show and past shows at our webpage, goodnewsandrealestate.com. We're also at WPHT's website. So what's coming up today?
3: Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. Uh, we have business tips with Asking Dr. A. He is in his final session of masterminding, so he, he will be back with us next week.
2: Yes. We
3: also have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. We have our mortgage mom topic.
2: Which is what?
3: Mortgages and mindset.
2: Mindset. Mindset is
3: everything. So be sure to stay tuned because this is going to be enlightening. Are you good? Mark, we also have our questions. Um, How do I get the title and ownership paperwork for a deceased relative's house? Mm. That's a good question. That comes up a lot. The next question is, does procuring cause in real estate apply when you have to change an agent? Good question. And and Mark, we have a couple more questions to go along with that. We have our topic of the day, which is eight mistakes that real estate investors should avoid.
2: Right. Little due
3: diligence always important but first give us your motivational quote
2: and the motivational quote is change clouds to cl- coulds <laughs> change clouds to coulds and now the sky will be full of
3: possibilities that's a good one it's also a good one because i wonder i think everybody that read that line would have said the same thing because i, I know i said how do you change clouds to clouds
2: clouds so. to coulds <laughs>
3: Again, mindset, which is everything.
2: And the cloudiest state in the country is Washington. (laughs) They get like 200 (laughs) days of sunshine or less. Oh, my God. Uh, So where are we at?
3: So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there
2: is the bell. So mortgage demand for purchases slowed, which thanks to the Fed, which they're on TV all the time, which they used to be the wizard behind the curtain and it's at the lowest level in 20 years as aspiring buyers find themselves a little bit priced out. But home buyers can't seem to catch a break in this challenging real estate market plagued by low inventory, high home prices, rising mortgage rates. This week, buyers were dealt another blow when a rate surged up to 7.4, further pressing their budgets. Several factors, including shifts in inflation, which is the killer. I am so sick of the national news saying inflation is at three or four percent. It's regional. It's six point nine percent in Philly Metro. What you got to do is go shopping. I talk to these students on the phone. You know, two hundred dollars worth of groceries you can carry in one hand. You know, the, the average person knows, and all the students that call me agree.
3: Yeah, well, we just—they
2: keep saying three or four percent on the new, national news.
3: We went to. I was online last night just looking at um, Instacart. Cause sometimes when I come down to the Florida office, I have to jump into meetings and I don't have time to go shopping. So I just have a delivery and I didn't do a delivery since July of 2021. And I reloaded the cart just to see what the difference would be. There was only seven mm. items and there was a $35 difference. And I'm talking yeah. eggs, milk, like your usual things that you need to survive. And water Man,
2: milk's, uh, more expensive than gas.
3: Yeah, it's crazy. Exactly right.
2: So overall, mortgage demand dropped last week to its level level lowest level since 1996, as the rapid rise in rates, I don't know. This Fed better they better stop increasing these uh, rates, as the number of potential buyers they're putting some of them out of the market, and that and we've been talking about they think they're out of the market, but they're really not. They just don't know. They home don't buyers know. frantic to find relief from higher buying costs are reaching for adjustable rate mortgage, which tend to have lower rates to start out, but reset after five or ten years, arms compromise only 8% of purchase applications, up from 6.7 a month earlier when the interest rates were lower. Mortgage denials, though, so some of the banks are tightening up. Meanwhile, more aspiring home buyers are having a difficult time getting approved for a mortgage. Lenders last year denied loan applications due to insufficient income more often than any other point since records began in 2018. A report from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau shows about 9% of home purchase applications among all buyers were denied in 2022, 9%. Insufficient income represented more than 50% of the denials among Asian Americans, forty-five percent. I don't know why they Yeah, race. you don't have to get into. Asian Americans, forty-five percent. Blacks and Hispanics, forty percent. Among whites,
3: you know, and and Mark, that's just because that goes back to lack of education. Like I, we have people that are making maybe thirty-five, forty thousand a year, looking to buy a two hundred, two hundred and fifty thousand dollar house. Like, like, and that just goes back to education. Like knowing your numbers, knowing what your budget is, knowing. Like, on a monthly basis, how many people could actually say what their monthly nut is every single month? Yeah. People don't know. No, they don't. And they, and they don't know what a mortgage payment is, for sure.
2: No. And and last week, the average rate was 7.4 on a 30-year fixed. And so that buyers could face a monthly mortgage payment at 22 on a median price home of 400000 This deputy chief economist at the NAR, but we talked about that. We
3: talked about the average since 1971
2: is seven point four seven. Yeah, and we're at a, but we haven't been this high in 23 years, so it's it's time for them to like to rethink what they're doing, and and that's how it affects that monthly mortgage. You know, a four hundred thousand dollar house in 21, you'd pay twelve eighty nine a month. Purchase in a day, you pay almost a thousand more a month that type of difference could you know be used for utilities food commuting student loans whatever but you know it's all you got to do is go shopping and you know what this inflation is doing i don't know but it's still the best time ever to sell ever 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 to, i'm all talking right. to all the sellers out there and you renters you know Thinking about things like this, I don't know if I can afford to buy. You don't need twenty percent down. You don't need an eight hundred credit score. You can still buy. And your rents to are predicting six to seven percent rate increase next year on rentals. They're going to keep raising these rents because the landlords are ruling.
3: Yeah, and they're getting rich. I mean, you know, their yeah. cash flow is insane because people that bought that investment property, you know, at three and a half four percent when the country was in crisis. With this increase in rent, it's insane.
2: All right. So tell us about the rates.
3: So your 30-year fixed mortgage did tick up to 8% um, last week. So we're at like 7.9-something percent on your conventional. Again, depending on what the credit score. But also keeping in mind, you can buy the rate down. Okay? It's a tax deduction as well. Your 15-year fix is like 7.25%. Your FHA, you can get an FHA 30-year fixed for 7% with one point, which is 1% of whatever the loan is. Same thing with your VA. So if you're looking at the FHA and your VA, they are not only for first-time homebuyers. Anybody that doesn't have an FHA loan can get an FHA loan.
2: Yeah. There's all, there's We talked about buying rates a couple of weeks ago. There's solutions. There's all different ways to skin the cat here. But it's and still cheaper to, do, to buy. And
3: you need to do, Mark, 100%. And you do what we call a total cost analysis. You look at what the rent's going to be. You look at what your mortgage payment's going to be. Even if we look at it over a period of five years, we can show you how this is the best time to buy. Do you remember what the... Because it's appreciation.
2: Do you remember what the interest rate was 15 years ago when we started the show?
3: Five and a half.
2: I'll have to look that up. I got every script.
3: (laughs) I think it was five Five and a half. Five and a half. All right.
2: It's still better to buy than rent. 48% affiliate. I guarantee you that's going to be close to 50% next year because these people are just, Uh I don't know, for whatever reason, wanting to rent. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, all positive all the time. We'll be right back.
0: On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News and Real Estate with Deanne Casares and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, not here for our profit, here for yours.
4: If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com.
0: Philadelphia Real Estate Classes. The premier real estate school in Philadelphia has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267 266 5501 or go to Philadelphia Real Estate Total cost? Only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267 266 5501 or go to Philadelphia Real Estate Get your license now.
5: Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let The Mortgage Mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, The Mortgage Mom, NMLS 143589. Click MortgageMom.net. That's MortgageMom.net.
2: All right, welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio at 1210 WPHD all positive all the time. So where we at, Dan?
3: So, Mark, we are up to your funny story.
2: So this uh, couple retires, right, and they moved to Phoenix, Arizona, and they're not seeing the kids that much because they made this move. So they came up with this plan. They decided to break the news to the children that they were getting divorced after 45 years of marriage. But little Aww. did they know that their children were not going to take this lying down. The son in New York was screaming on the phone and the daughter in Chicago was exploding with anger and she demanded they do not make any decisions until they arrived in Phoenix and it was right around Thanksgiving. But here's the twist that you'll never see coming. The old couple had planned all along after hanging up the phone, the old man turns to his wife and says, okay, they're coming for Thanksgiving. So now what are we going to tell them for Christmas?
3: Oh my God.
2: (laughs) Hey, if you don't have a plan, <laughs> they want to see the kids, uh, kids will be a little ticked off, but they'll be there for dinner. <laughs> so anybody out there, your kids not are coming for Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> Again, I'm begging and pleading. If you have a funny story, please. please send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. It took me
2: about an hour and a half to find that one. <laughs> <laughs> so now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the Cat Sarris from Green Tree Mortgage. And her topic is mortgages and mindset. So tell us about this.
3: So Mark, you know, I mean, since, I don't know, since I was 16 years old, I've always been into Zig Ziglar and Brian Tracy and Think and Grow Rich with Napoleon Hill. And um, now I'm into manifesting and everything is about mindset. Like everything you do, you know, my husband always says, you know, you can't worry about something until it happens because then you're worried about it twice. So I'm a big believer in, you know, mindset, thoughts become things. Anyway, I could go on and on. But in today's fast paced and ever evolving market, one's mindset, it can be a game changer, whether you're an investor, an entrepreneur or a professional, your mindset can shape your success and adaptability. Mindset matters. So your mindset refers to your beliefs, your attitudes, and your perceptions. In the world of business and financing, having the right mindset is crucial. It's about the way you approach the challenges and the opportunities. And I I just I have a meeting every Tuesday with my team, and that's what we go over, the mindset. They're like, oh nobody's buying, nobody's it's mindset, right? It's our job to be out there helping people understand what the market is, not all the doom and gloom that you see on the TV. The second one is the growth mindset. One of the most popular mindsets today is the growth mindset. And this concept, um, which was popularized by a psychiatrist, Carol Dweck, it's the idea that we can develop our abilities and intelligence through dedication and hard work. So in the market, a growth mindset can help you adapt to the changing circumstances, and you learn from your experiences. We talk about it all the time, failing forward. And then you have your market viatility, right? In today's market, it's constant. The economy, the technology, consumer preferences, they change rapidly. And having a mindset that embraces change and uncertainty can be a significant advantage. Because again, you're not putting your head in the sand you're learning, you're growing, and you're adapting your mindset to exactly what's going on.
2: Right. And you got to keep changing. And no matter what the market is, there's always Correct. opportunity.
3: Innovation and creativity. You know, forward thinking mindset is crucial for entrepreneurs, and business leaders. Innovation and creativity, it drives success in today's market. We talk about it all the time, you know, thinking outside the box. Doing a two-one buy down, you know, understanding that you're not going to be in this 30-year mortgage forever. It's openness to new ideas and a willingness to take calculated risks that can set you apart. You know, when did Warren Buffett make his bazillions, right? In a down economy. Resilience and adaptability. You know, it's resilience is another key aspect of mindset. How you respond to setbacks and challenges can determine your success. You know, if you're not failing, you're not learning, you're not growing. An adaptable mindset allows you to pivot when necessary and keep moving forward. So basically, in conclusion, your mindset is a powerful tool in today's market, whether you're an investor navigating the ups and downs of the stock market, or you're an entrepreneur seeking to disrupt an industry, or a professional just looking to advance your career. Your mindset matters. Embracing a growth mindset, being open to change, fostering innovation and building resilience can help you thrive. It's not about what you do, but it's about how you think that can make the difference.
2: Big time. Because and and like what we talk about these renters constantly, if they were focused on getting a house, it'll happen. That's like right. when I train real estate agents The difference between a buyer agent and a listing agent is just a mindset. If you're focused on getting listings, you'll get listings. If you're focused on just running around with buyers showing houses, that's what you're going to do. It's not rocket science. This is a matter of mindset.
3: Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what we think about it's, you know, manifestation, thoughts become things. You know, it's, you get what you ask for. And that's, that's the bottom line. If you want to think about the doom and gloom and, you know, a lot of the real estate agents are calling it quits for the year because nobody's doing anything. This is the time more than ever to pick up the phone and call your database. More than ever. ever. We have to educate I talk
2: everyone. To, I talked to a while well, we had Mike Fitzpatrick on last week. He's doing fine. I talked to a couple agents over the last week that are doing four or five deals a month because they're talking to people. Right. They're just not... Uh, In fact, like my one of my best friends, Jack Rushton, he loves watching the news. I'm like, will you stop? Stop watching the news. Watch a movie. Fight. Watch a soccer game. Watch something. Great. It's the same doom and gloom, and then now this whole thing in Israel. That uh, oh, for a week. Here's a good thing example about the news. The guy up in Canada that shot the people for a one week straight it was on every channel 24/7 so that was like all right don't look over here that's the news media strategy right. uh look at this don't look over here right and and that's what they do they're they're terrible yeah. you know i just i could go on just one channel and hear the the story and that's enough i got i heard enough for the day i don't need to uh,
3: yeah but mark the disney channel doesn't yeah. count <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's get into our questions. Oh, we gotta take run a break. Here. Let's take a break.
2: All right. Let's take a break. So with that, you're listening. That was a good segment, because mindset's important. So with that, you're listening to Good News from Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back.
0: Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley.
1: There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA.
5: Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let The Mortgage Mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, The Mortgage Mom, NMLS 143589. Click MortgageMom.net. That's MortgageMom.net.
0: Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate.
2: Hey, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT All Positive all the time. So where are we at? Questions. So what's the first question to end?
3: Mark, the first question is, how do I get the title and ownership paperwork for a deceased relative's house?
2: Hmm. Now, guess this, this can be difficult sometimes. It's according to what township, uh, what the rules are, what state you're in. I mean, hopefully there is a will that has some information. <laughs> uh, otherwise, you can go to the records department in the township and try to find out there. Uh, but you know, this is why people should have wills, and and if they have life insurance, they should like let the survivors know where and how to get all to the life insurance company and all those kind of details. Uh, but I mean, if, like if say, I think these people were, the house was out of state from where they lived and they, they couldn't figure out how to get paperwork. Now I know in Philly, they make you jump through hoops. You got to go set up an appointment with the records department which sometimes they can say, tell you four or five weeks to get an appointment and then, and then to get a special cert of the dead relative and then. And then you can go back to finding out everything with the bank accounts, and there's a lot of things that can be resolved by knowing a little bit up front. That's why you should right. have like mm-hmm. join Legal Shield and get a will done, and think about trust and all other kinds of things. Instructions on you know in there on for the relatives what to do would solve a lot of these problems. So. Yeah. It can be complicated.
3: It sounds like a lot of these questions are complicated. You ready for the next one?
2: Yeah, I'm ready.
3: All right. Quiet title action, the title search company, is escrowing money from the seller to clear the title via quiet title action. They want to continue with closing on on schedule, and they said there will be an exception on my title insurance, which will be removed after the title action is completed. It all sounds like a standard procedure to me, but I'm not a lawyer. Yeah,
2: and this is like – and I'm not a lawyer neither, and I don't give legal advice. But this – in bottom line, what this is mean is you're accepting a title that has a problem, problems or clouds. You might not know how big of a cloud that is. So before you go through going through and settling and buying this property – you're also acquiring whatever that debt is, that cloud on For title, the lean, yeah, and, and this could come back and bite you in the butt because, you know, if it's something major, your title insurance may not cover it. But but you're not gonna,
3: only that, yeah. Mark. But you can't if you're getting a mortgage. There is no way that the title that the mortgage company is going to allow something on title.
2: Yeah, they're going to want some explanation of this, but.
3: Oh, they want it cleared.
2: But if they were, they want maybe cleared. these people were doing a cash deal, but they're taking a major risk so. here if they're accepting a title with a cloud on it. Apparently what happened was that some investor bought the house and he bought it with the cloud on title, rehabbed the house, and then he sold it to this guy. And he's the, the seller's asking this guy to accept the title with a cloud on it, which is, to me, is too risky. What's the next one?
3: All right. The next question is, suppose someone bought a home that was listed as a two-family property by a real estate agent, and this is how the listing read. However, the house was no longer a two-family property when the purchase was made because it was not grandfathered in when the owner did not start the renovations within a certain time period. What laws, if any, did the seller or agent violate and has the purchaser any recourse
2: no i don't think they do have any recourse cuz this is part of your due diligence in due the beginning diligence, yeah. i mean like yep. this could have been like a uh, triplex and they and they turned it into a three bedroom and now they were <laughs> there's a lot of these in philly that were uh, they were they've been du- duplexes and triplexes forever and if you go right. go to l and i and all and zoning you can get them grandfathered in but once you start that process you got a time frame and if you don't get it done then you don't get the zoning so that's on the buyer buyer beware so if you yeah. you and your agent you know this house was advertised as a duplex and now they converted it into a maybe a four bedroom and now it's got to be changed back and you bought it i don't you might not have any recourse here because right. you this, this is your job to do due do, do, do diligence yeah. and that's why you need a good agent on this kind of stuff you want to be careful what you do what's the next one
3: the next question is does procuring cause in real estate apply when you have to change an agent yeah,
2: this one i've dealt with this one i don't know how many times since 2002 some some buyer goes to a for sale by owner for sale by owner person sitting there waiting for people to come show them the house. Then they call their agent. They want their agent to write the deal. And then the agent that listed the house that's doing the open house says, I showed them the house. I'm procuring cause. I don't know how many of these I was in the middle of with my agents trying to solve these problems. Because, and that's part of when you get your real estate license, and we talk about procuring costs. The person that showed you the house is representing that seller. Now, if you had a buyer agency agreement with an agent and they went to an open house and that agent, you told that agent, I have an agent and I have a buyer agency contract and that agent showed the house your agent would get paid. Right. Even though, and this, we used to really tick these agents off when I was, I say to them, like, thanks for doing me a favor and show them the
3: house.
2: <laughs> that one didn't go right. over too good. But I used to kind of say it to them <laughs> because they didn't ask, do you have an agent? They should right. ask, do you have a real estate agent? And if they say yes, do you have a buyer agency contract? Yes. All right. Well, now they know. But And that changes that procuring cause. I I had so many fights with brokers because their office wanted to keep the commission. Be, but my agent had a buyer agency contract, so too bad. You got to pay him. Yeah. All right. What's the next one?
3: All right. The next question is, Realtors for sale sign was on the wrong property, <laughs> and I bought, I bought under the impression it was as shown.
2: Yeah. The, you know what? This actually happened. This was this piece of ground and it was a big piece of ground. And the agent apparently put the sign on the wrong spot. And when the guy bought the property, he, and they took him to the property, there was these power lines running across the property. He goes, there were no pro there was no power lines running across my property. Oh, like you bought the wrong property. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> oh so, my God! You know, they, he went by a sign. First of all, agents are not great photographers; they're not great sign placers,
3: <laughs> right?
2: You know, so you another due diligence question. You know, you know, did you get it surveyed to make sure you're getting what you're you're buying? And that's what it was. They he actually bought the raw property. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, is there any is there a way out of it? I don't know just because the sign. Some kids could have moved the damn sign. Who knows? You know? That's insane. Could you imagine?
3: Oh my god.
2: I've heard that before. I heard somebody that bought the wrong house. They had the wrong address. Ah. Uh, All right.
3: Unbelievable.
2: Yeah, we really, <laughs> there's some crazy stories in real estate. It's like bizarre.
3: I mean, there's all kinds of reality shows, and this for sure could be one. Just going, I mean, all day long, it just, it amazes me. Anyway.
2: I got tons stay- of stories over the years. <laughs>
3: <laughs> stay tuned, because there's an important topic coming up next, which is eight mistakes that real estate investors should avoid.
2: And they should. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, all positive, all the time.
0: Good news in real estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net.
5: Mortgage invites you to connect with The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Catceros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate, and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let The Mortgage Mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Catceros, The Mortgage Mom, NMLS 143589. Click MortgageMom.net. That's MortgageMom.net. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay
4: anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com.
0: Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania, and it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267 5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only four ninety nine, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267 5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now.
2: All right, welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive, all the time. So we at the end.
3: So Mark, we are up to eight mistakes that real estate investors should avoid. Right.
2: And it's a good time to get involved. You know, it's it's going to be harder finding investment properties because of this inventory issue, but they're out there. Uh, if you're just getting started in real estate investing, don't expect to become an expert overnight. You know, a lot of people, they just want to jump in and you, and I get a lot of students call me up and say, they want to get a real estate license at my school, Philadelphia real estate classes because they want to start buying properties. And it takes a little knowledge, determination, and some skill. You you know, it also helps to know some of the classic mistakes that other people make when starting investing. I remember when I did my first flip, I made all kinds of mistakes because I didn't know what they're always doing to help you avoid making them. So, you know, key takeaway: people who are new to real estate investing make several classic mistakes. It's important to start with a buying strategy so you can align your purchase with your long term goals. Be sure to do your due diligence on the neighborhood. Assemble a team of professionals. So, you want a good real estate agent, maybe an attorney, uh, maybe some good handyman or contractors to help you succeed in this whole thing. You know, you're not going to be good at everything. So do what you're good at. you know. Don't ask me to come in and sheetrock. You know? <laughs> do a careful estimation of the closing costs, such as mortgage payments, insurance, renovations, upkeep, and make sure you're not overbidding and you can afford what you're doing. Number one is failing to make a plan. The first thing to do is have a plan. And you're going to need some professional voice for this if you're, it's your first property. The last thing you want to do is buy a house without knowing how it's going to generate income, your gains, what the cap rate is, what's the return on the investments going to be. When there's a hot real estate market, it can be hard to resist buying in a frenzy. And I've seen people do this. You must take take a step back, plan accordingly, and and use your market sources and make sure that your assumptions are right and you're not making a mistake before getting a mortgage or plunking down a big thing of cash. You decide on an investment strategy what type of house are you looking for for example are, are you looking to buy single families multi-families vacation mixed-use commercial office buildings like what's your plan and then look at the properties that fit that plan skipping
3: and mark a thing that that goes along with that is making your plan is when you're buying commercial mixed use um, multi-family those down payments are going to be different and yes. the closing costs are going to be different and that's what people forget to put in their plan. And with
2: that commercial, you want to be careful what you buy because, you know, there's a lot of businesses when after business from COVID, getting tenants might not be as easy as you think. Right. It's skimping on research, like before you buy a car or TV set, most people compare different models, try to determine whether the purchase is worth the money. Due diligence going into purchase of a house should be even more rigorous. There's research considerations for each type of real estate. You know, whether it's personal homeowner, future landlord, a flipper, what you're going to do. You should ask a lot of questions, not only about the property, but also the neighborhood. You know, we talked about that last week. What's the neighborhood like? Go there uh, 8, 9, 11 o'clock at night on a Friday <laughs> before you go yeah. plopping down money. And, you know, good good is a nice home if it's around the corner from a college or frat house. Like that one movie, uh, the, I forget what it's called about the front house next door. They bought the house. And, oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, following a list of the questions investors should be asking: Is the property near a commercial site, or will any major construction occur? What are the city's plans for the area? How, you know, are they going to put a prison down the street? Has the area changed, or is expected to see major changes in demographics, household types? Is the property located in the flood zone? That's definitely you need. You want to make sure about that. Does the house have foundation or permit issues that you need to be addressed? All these. This is all research. What are the major things in the house need to be replaced? Appliances, whatever. What's the key reason why this house is being sold? How much did the previous owners pay for the house? If you're moving into a new town, are there any problems in that town? What is the proximity to all the key necessities? Grocery stores, hospitals. You know, all that plays into. If it's going to be a rental, what kind of tenants you get? And then here's one of the biggest ones, doing everything on your own. Many buyers think they either know it all or they can close a real estate transaction on their own. This is why for sale by owners, 97% of the time end up listing because they don't know what they're doing. While you might have completed several deals in the past that went well, that doesn't mean they're all going to go well. And you're going to have one or two that don't. And they are going to stress you out. Real estate investors should tap every possible resource and befriend experts. You want to know a really good realtor, a really good mortgage person, a really good title company, a really good inspector, maybe even a good engineer. Uh, you know, because you're not going to be good at all this. And that's like I, I it drives me crazy that real estate agents do their own taxes. Are you an accountant? No. Right. So why would you do that? <laughs> Such experts should be able to alert investors to any flaws with the home or the neighborhood, or in a case of return, they may be able to warn them of any defects on a title or easements that could come back to haunt, haunt you. And I've seen easement problems before where they bought something and they weren't aware of an easement. I have an easement on the convent next door. Forgetting real estate is local. You need to learn about the local market. Everything's Regional decisions are and that means you're drawing down the land values, home values, inventory, supply and demand issues, developing a feel for these parameters will help you decide whether or not to buy a, a particular property. I mean, like right now in Philly, man, it's, you know, what you used to pay for a lot to build a house on. Now, it you it might be paying a few hundred thousand just for the lot. So you got to do the math overlooking tenants needs too. If you intend to purchase property that you're going to rent, keep in mind that all your renters are, 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 for example, a lot of them are going to be singles, young families. I'm going to do a thing I read on how many single renters there are. It's the highest level ever of individuals renting properties. Families will want a low crime rate, good schools, while singles may be looking for mass transit access, nearby nightlife, like they're building one near me at Foxy's right by the train station. So I know those people are going to be paying $2,500 a month and they're going to walk out the door in the morning and Foxy's is the end of the line. So they're going to be mostly center city workers. They're going to have a train sitting at their doorstep. <laughs> and the neighborhood was all worried about this. I think it's going to be good for the neighborhood. Anyway, if you your planned purchase, you know, or vacation rentals, you know, you got to think about that. Trying to match your investment to... Uh, kinds of tenant most likely to rent in that area. I've heard, I had some friends that have some rentals down the shore this year that they were all raising their rent so hard, so high, they were having problems getting tenants like they weren't in the past, but they were getting a little too greedy with the rents, getting poor financing or some exotic mortgage option. The purpose of these mortgages is to allow buyers to get into certain homes that they might not otherwise have been able to afford using a conventional or 30-year mortgage agreement. Unfortunately, many buyers secure adjustable-rate mortgage, arms, interest-only, eventually pay the price when the interest rates rise. I mean, they're, the Wanamaker building downtown is in foreclosure. It's empty. They're, they're calling the note. So yeah. you want to be careful you don't buy something that... You're not going to be able to rent where nobody wants to go there. So you better have a backup plan to convert to more conventional fixed rate mortgages uh, down the line. Ideally, you want to start out with a fixed rate mortgage, you know, and OPM, other people's money. You don't want to tie up all your cash. And then one of the other issues is overpaying. So you want to be careful. This is issues tied to a point about doing research. Searching for the right house can be time consuming and frustrating when potential find the buyers that meet their needs and wants, they're naturally anxious to buy. And sometimes they can overbuy too high. So the problem with being too anxious is that anxious buyers tend to overbid on properties. Overbidding a house can have a waterfall of effects that could cost you, you know, your whole budget is out of whack because you pay too much. So you got to be really careful with that and understand. Underestim- you got to know
3: your numbers. And
2: here's one of the biggest ones. Underestimating expenses. This one comes hits a lot of investors. Every homeowner can attest to the fact that there's you know, more to owning a house than just making a mortgage payment. And they buy something and they take a ballpark figure because they don't have somebody giving them good estimates of what it's going to cost to redo this place, upgrade all the appliances, you know, make this place nice, and and it turns out now that it needs a new roof or whatever. And they didn't take everything into account, insurance, property taxes, and now they got a problem. Now they're cash short and they might have a problem with this whole thing. So uh, that there are just some tips to like go. No, by, they're great tips. But I mean, you gotta be careful. Investors should, you know, they should form a list and a checkoff list, and they should yep. pay particular attention to especially short-term financing, because some of them can bite you in the butt, prepayment penalties, like you flip this thing and you didn't realize. I've seen that happen a bunch of times where somebody bought something, they mortgaged with somebody and didn't realize there was a prepayment penalty if they bought out early and cost them thousands of dollars. Any cancellation fees for insurance, utilities, all that. So most of it comes down to, Make a good list. Talk to some experts. You're not an expert at everything. Do good due diligence and try not to. And make have mistakes. a good team. And you are going to make mistakes. Trust me. My first, my first flip took about nine months, and I think I made four grand off it. But I learned a lot of lessons. Good. And I never made those mistakes again.
3: All right. Excellent. And speaking of getting educated, you can tune into our webinar on November 9th at seven p.m. Just text me at 609-605-7153 and we will get you a ticket. If you have any additional questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give him a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. Five,
2: three. And a special thanks for all of our listeners for tuning in for 15 years. Our sponsors, especially Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, but it win us the whole time. And we're hopefully we're going to have some new sponsors. If you want to join a team, give us a call. Tune in every week. You can listen to this show at goodnewsandrealestate.com and also at WPHT's website. So with that, have a great week. It's starting to get a little cooler out there. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. All All positive, all the time.
0: Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of the past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre recorded.